0: it's always special to spend time with other ladies you know at church sometimes i don't really get to share and to spend time talking to some of you so i know i talk to some of you if they're not here but you know i talk to some of you more than i do and it's great to catch up um let's pray before we start heavenly father we thank you thank you lord that um you are god and that you are our God, Lord, that you are our Savior, and Father, thank you for uh, being so patient with us, Lord. We love you, Jesus, and thank you for salvation, thank you for these ladies here tonight, Lord God, today, and uh, for the other workshops, I pray to Lord God, fill us with your spirit, Lord God, we're your servants, we just want to serve you, Lord God, and we want to represent you, Jesus, and as you are, Lord God, and just... Give out your word, and I pray, Lord God, that you fill each of the ladies' teaching today uh, with your spirit as well. Thank you for Jean's, and thank you for the teaching that she gave us, Lord God. May we be doers of your word, and do, Lord God, what you have already spoken to us to do. And even now, Lord God, anything that you speak to us to do, that you continue to just make us obedient, Lord God, so that we can receive the blessing. Thank you, Lord. Bless this time in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So I got victorious thoughts and feelings. They always give me these themes um, feelings not sure you know if it's because they think I got it together or because I you know <laughs> I think it's the other one It's because I deal with them but um, victorious thoughts and feelings. let's go to Isaiah 263 three to four one of Verse very well known verse, and that's gonna be our key verse for this teaching. In Isaiah 3, I mean 26, 3, it says, You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you, because he trusts in you. This verse is talking about perfect peace that the Lord gives. And there's two um two There's two two steps to this peace. The first step is the peace with God. And peace with God only comes through salvation, through knowing Jesus Christ. So if you don't know Jesus, that's the first step that you need to take, is to have peace with God. And that comes when we receive Jesus as our Savior, and he brings his Holy Spirit, and he fills us with his peace. We're peace with God. We make peace with God because we are... Really before we come to the Lord, we are separated from the Lord. And only Jesus, he's the way, he's the one that can give us, that can, um, he's the bridge to bring that relationship with the Lord. Uh, you know, and, and make, we can make peace with God. If you don't have that, if you haven't done that, then that second one is not gonna really apply to you. The second step is peace. the peace of God. And God gives his peace to those that are at peace with him. So that's the second one. And that one comes when we keep our mind on him. Just like it says here, um, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind stayed on you. And that is the second step, the peace of God. What's the first step? Peace with God. What's the second step? The peace of God. Okay, remember, first step is you make peace with God by accepting Jesus in your heart. And he will bring that peace. And if you don't have that peace, you probably deal a lot with feelings and a lot emotions, and you're up and down. So that is a, that's the first step, okay? So we have here, um, I wanted to share with you that there is a psychology study that shows that we are always missing the present moment, and that we spend most of our time in autopilot. Autopilot is when we're not mindful and we miss the present moment. Now, I'm a grandma, and some of you don't know who I am, but you know Grace, and now you will know Lukash if you don't know him yet. He's only two months old, but Lukash and Grace are, are just these amazing blessings God has given me this year. It's really been a year of blessing. We've had our our storms, you know. When Lucas was born, my daughter uh, Jamie and her husband had COVID, and my daughter, uh, in labor, she had to go to a COVID room, and you know how they have those nice big rooms? It wasn't like that. It was like a regular, really small room, and all the nurses came with all kinds of stuff on them you know and uh, her husband went with her and her husband had COVID as well he was dealing with COVID, and he had 105 fever as she's in labor so uh she had the baby and that very next day we uh, told i told him you know talk to the doctors tell him that we need to switch you know and i'll go over there and i'll stay with her she she did amazing and she was thankfully and i know it was the lord her symptoms were minor. She only was positive, COVID positive, but she hardly had any symptoms. Her husband had the really the worst symptoms. So I went and I stayed with her. He went and uh, home and my husband took care of him. And we were with them for like the first three weeks in their homes because he got COVID pneumonia. And he was really, really, really bad. He actually did uh, had a really strong case of COVID. We all had gotten COVID. Uh, when my first granddaughter was born, we got COVID right after she was born, but we all really had mild symptoms. The one that had the stronger symptoms was my son-in-law. And um, and I went through this, you know, uh, time of... Uh, Oh, my Lord, is he going to die? Um, what am I going to do? My daughter now has a baby. What? Um, all these thoughts come to your mind, you know, and it's like Jim was saying, you know, she's looking at her grandchildren there in the kitchen, and she's saying, what are, what's going to happen to them, you know, and and I all those thoughts that come to your mind, and what do you do? What do you do when that happens, you know? How do we keep our mind? How do we keep our thoughts, you know? How do we keep our ourselves on the Lord, you know, our thoughts on the Lord. How do we keep our mind stayed on him? How do you do that? So that's what we're going to talk about. So in this study, you know, it says that we're always missing the present moments. I always tell my kids, you know, I say, enjoy the baby. Don't don't think about, oh, I want him to walk. I want him to do this. Because you're going to miss the, the, the stage they're in right now. is beautiful. Enjoy this time with them. You know, they're, they grow so fast, you know. And I know and now they're having babies. My babies are having babies, you know. So why how do we miss the present moment? We miss the present moment by planning the future. Sometimes we're in the present but we're so busy planning the future that we don't enjoy the present moment. We're missing the loved ones that are giving us love. We're missing that are that stage our kids are in. You know, whatever stage, whether it's my daughter having a baby. If I'm planning the future, I'm missing that my moment as a grandma. So I'm really taking this in and I'm really enjoying this moment right now. I'm a grandma, and I love it. And I'm gonna be a grandma, but right now I'm a grandma of these little munchies. You know, and I want to eat them, and I do. So, <laughs> I and I I know. And then. Uh, another another reason why we miss you know the present moment is sometimes we're daydreaming and um and another reason is we're worrying we're worrying about you know what's going on or we're ruminating in the past you know we're thinking about the past and we miss what what god is doing we miss the journey that's what jim was talking about and we miss the journey we miss what god is doing today and our god is a god of today you know, his name is, who knows God's name? I am. Moses was the only the first one to ask, what is your name? And he said, what? I am. He's a God of today. There was a teaching taught on this that really, uh, you know, one of those, there's teachings that you hear that really stay with you, impact you, you know, and change you. And that was a teaching that really changed me and impacted me when they taught about, who God was that he was the I am that he is the, the God of today you know it's not that I will be and he's not that I was he is the God of today he is the great I am psychology has a lot of right views right they study the mind and they do they have a, they have some right views they study it and and it's some there's some truth to it but you know what they're missing is they're missing the power they don't have the power for you to do this they have a lot of uh, techniques they have a lot of um, uh, train they train you you know how do you, you do this and you do that so that you can be in peace but they don't have the power and um, another thing is um, remember uh, paul said paul battled with that paul said what i will to do I do not do, and that which I don't want to do, that's what I'm doing, you know? Sometimes we don't want to worry, but that's what we're doing, we're worrying, you know? And why? Because we lock the power. We have not come to the Lord in prayer. We have not asked him, you know, to, we have not trust him. We have not, we're not keeping, we're not trusting in him. Let's read that verse again, and this time let's put the name I am at the end, right? And let's, Let's see how it reads. He says, you, um, he, hold on just a second. I had it somewhere here. But anyway, I will do it here. It says, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind stayed on I am, says the Lord, right? Because he trusts in the I am. And he trusts in the, in the I am forever for the Lord. The I am is everlasting strength. I love that God shows his name to be I am. Before psychology even taught us that we need, that we, that we know, that we need to be, that not to miss the present time, right? That we're always missing the present time. And all these people study the mind and say that we're an autopilot and all this. God knew that. That's why he said his name is I am. He knew that. So how do you receive the peace of God? It's how you keep your mind on the Lord. You walk with God. It's a daily thing. It's not a one-time thing. Yes, you are saved and you are at peace with God. You know, you found the peace with God, but you receive the peace from God when you walk with God daily. And that's what we need to do. And it says here in Exodus 3 again, it says Moses went to um, to god and said suppose i go to the israelites and i say to them the god of your father sent me and they asked me what is his name then what should i tell them and god said to moses i am that i am this is what you are to say to the israelites i am has sent me to you so you see what i mean it's i i just love this you know and um Sometimes we are worrying about the future, and Matthew tells us which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature. That's in Matthew Matthew 6.27, if you want to look it up. Matthew 6:27. Are you worrying about finances? What does the Lord say about finances? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Now, if God so close, that grasp the field which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will He not much more clothe you, all ye of little faith? Right? So don't worry about your finances. Just trust in the Lord. Trust in the I am. He doesn't just tell us what to do, He is the great I am. He says, Trust me. And I will provide. He says, believe in me, and I have the power to keep you in perfect peace in the middle of any financial storm. So we need to trust in the Lord with all of our hearts, right? And lean not in our own understanding. You guys know these things. But sometimes we know them, even us Christians. But if we're not walking with the Lord and we're not praying We're not walking with him. We're not staying in him. We're not remaining in him. He's our vine. He's the vine. We are the branches. And we need to remain in him so that he can fill us with his spirit. And we can have the power to do his word, you know. He gives us the power to do his word. Do we always find ourselves saying, I'll be happy when. Or we find ourselves saying, only if only I. You can fill in the blank there, you know. When we put emphasis in ourselves, it will only lead to depression. Do not worry because he is whatever you need today. He is the I am. What do you need? I am, he says. I am here. I am now. He is. The Lord is our great I am. Uh, Where is your mind right now? Hopefully, in the word. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes our minds can wander. Even in a teaching, we can be here in a teaching, and our mind just wanders, you know. When I was uh, a little girl, you know, I, I went through a lot. As a, as a child, my, my parents got divorced. You know, in Nicaragua, there was a war. We were separated. Our family was separated. And there was a lot of abuse in my home, too. My father was an alcoholic. And uh, going through all this, you know, uh, made me uh, more a depressed child, you know. I used to think about what I was going on and how everybody else was so happy, how everybody had a daddy and a mom, and I didn't have a daddy and a mom, how everybody, you know, had, um, you know was happy in, in their homes, and I, and I wasn't, you know. And I was missing, at that time, I was missing the people that God had put around me to take care of me, that loved me. I was not really, I was a kid, I was, you know, I was a teenager too, and I was very like suicidal because all I was thinking was, why me, why me, why me? When we focus on ourselves, you know, we, we, and in our feelings, we go to depression. And when we know the Lord, if you've taken that first step and you've taken the Lord, the Lord to be your Savior, you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And this is what happened. When I accepted the Lord as my Lord and Savior, and I heard, you know, this teaching about the I am, that really, really, I'm telling you, impacted me. And I really wanted to share that with you today because it really changed the way I thought because I was always trying to fix the past. It's funny because you can't go back and you can't fix it, you know? And I was always trying to fix my past, always trying to go back there, oh, you know, if, I'm trying to change my life, you know, and I wanted my life comparing myself to others, trying to be like them because, you know, but it's, it's not, that's not, that's not what God wants. God is the I am, and he wants us to be in the present and enjoying the journey that each of us are in. I know some of us are going through you know, tough times. We're praying for our sister Judith. You know, she's going through a tough time, being sick. It's it's hard not to focus on yourself when you're sick. You know, but um, going through a hard time, enjoying the moment. When you know the Lord, you. She she was talking to one of the sisters that went to visit her at the hospital, and uh, she was telling her, "I just want all of this to be for the glory of God." What a difference God makes. You know. And I, and, I, and I love it, you know, and, and we pray for her and, and pray that the Lord will be glorified through what she's going through. Um, so that's something that we need to stop doing. Don't try to fix the past. It's not going to happen. You need to trust the Lord, okay? And we need to trust the Lord with our future, too. We can you know, assume that all this, like, like you know, she was talking about her grandkids, and I, I can, you know, relate to her because that's one of the things now as an older person. My depression now comes by worrying about the future. Before I was in the past, now my depression comes by worrying about the future. That's, the, that's how the enemy, you know, the enemy uses that tool. And, um, and it's funny, yes, and that's, this didn't happen to me. Younger, it was different, it was a different kind of depression. And this one now comes, it's more like the enemy attacking me. I can feel waves of fear come to me, you know. I can feel a wave of fear where I can physically feel afraid, you know. And and what do you do? You go for walks, lady. You walk with God. Don't walk alone. Go for walks with the Lord. Pray to the Lord. Worship, like she was saying, start praising the Lord. Worship the Lord. God it's there. He has his hand extended to you. All we have to do is reach out to him, and he'll hold you by the hand. Um, another thing that, um, that I was, you know, when I was praying about this teaching is that we need to get to know him. Because you cannot trust somebody you don't know. So you might have accepted Jesus in your heart, but if you're not reading his word, you don't know him, and you can't trust him. So how are you going to keep your mind on him and trust him if you don't know him? So get to know the Lord. Get to know his word. He is the word. The word of God is alive. It will speak to you. I remember one time that one of my children ran away from home. And uh, I, was, I was distressed. And, uh, and my husband went out looking, you know, and I stayed home. And all I did is I just stayed in a chair and I cried and I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and I read the word. And I kept reading and reading chapter after chapter after chapter and saying, Lord, speak to me. Lord, speak to me. And he spoke to me, you know. And when he spoke to me, it was this peace that the Lord gave me. And all of a sudden, I see out the window, and I see the child on her bike, you know, riding. And I said, and I called my husband, oh, I saw her, you know. And uh, because, you know, a kid, run away, anything can happen, you know. So as a mom, you know, it's, it's a panic attack. It's like, what's going to happen? So I just sat there, you know, and I waited until the Lord spoke to him. The Lord gave me, I wasn't going to share this scripture with you, but now that I'm sharing this let me share with you the Lord gave me Zechariah Zechariah 2 and this might be and it's great when the Lord gives you scripture you can hold on to his promises God's promises in him are yes and amen yes and this was God's promise and since that day this, was, this is the scripture I pray for this particular child. And um, in Zechariah 2, I know what it says. And if you find it before I do, I have a hard time finding addresses, even addresses as I'm driving. But in Zechariah 2, the Lord showed me that he would be a wall around her. Thank you. My vision. Zechariah 2, 5. For I, says the Lord, I will be a wall of fire around her, and I will be the glory in her midst. And I say whoa, Lord. You know, because I was praying for protection, and this is the scripture as I was reading. It just, like, spoke to me. It was a living word from the Lord for me, you know. I will protect this child, and I will be the glory in her midst. Isn't that beautiful? When God just you know gives you that peace, and the Word of God gives you that peace, it's amazing. Now, let's go to um, with me. Go with me to Genesis five twenty one, Genesis five twenty one. And Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah, three hundred years, and begat sons and daughters. All the days of Enoch were three hundred sixty and five years, and Enoch walked with God and he was not, for God took him. You know what? I remember this teaching, and it said, he is the I am, and I am not. Enoch was not. I am not. He is God. He is the I am. I am not. And often, this expression comes when we focus on ourselves and we let our thoughts take us away from the truth. One practical, practical way we can use to battle depression is physically going out on walks. But, I added to this, don't go on walks alone. Go and walk with God. Learn from Enoch. Walk with God. And you will be not. It's not it's, this is talking about the rapture, right? We are gonna, the church is going to be taken away. And Enoch is a picture of that. But he's also talking to us. In our relationship with God, when you walk with God, but you walk with God and you talk to God until he enraptures you in his love, until he, you get caught up in his word, you get caught up in worship, you get caught up in praise. And this is what happened to Enoch. And that can happen to you today. That is, the Lord is there. He wants to get you caught up in his love. And you know what the beautiful thing about this is? That sometimes you need to make choices, you know? Not sometimes. We always have to make choices. But you have to make good choices. And when we come to God, when we come and we receive the Lord Jesus as your Savior, there will be little things God will ask you to change. One of those things in my life God asked me to change because it was affecting me was not to listen to secular music because secular music was bringing depression to me. I would go back into songs that would bring memory of those things that hurt me. I don't know why, am I masochist? Why did I listen to this music that you know just brought me these memories that hurt me, or music that was just you know about something that, that I shouldn't be thinking about. So making good choices will also keep you from going into depression. And that choice for me was listening to worship music. And you know what that did? It cleansed me. It cleansed me because now, you know, years, I received the Lord when I was a little girl, but I really started walking with the Lord when I was 25 years old. So like, 25 plus years later, uh, (laughs) you know, I can tell you now that I wake up in the morning with a worship song in my heart. I go out for walks and God will put a song in my mind and I will start singing it. That's another thing, ladies, try to be audible. Don't try to talk to God in your mind. No, your mind will wander. At least mine does. My mind wanders when I try to talk to God on my mind so I start, you know, singing songs, and sometimes I don't have like the whole song. But as I sing it, and I sing it, and I sing it until I get all the words, and then when I'm done singing, and Lord, that's those are the words I needed today. And i kind you kind of like sense, you know, it's that walking with God and being in in, in His love. You kind of sense of the Lord saying, you know, I love you. It, it's it's a beautiful thing, you know. It's, it's and it's something that. That I'm, I'm not special ladies. There's nothing special about me. Trust me. And, and there's not, you know, it's, it's the Lord. It's Jesus, the only one that can do that in us. Don't put your trust in people. Put your trust in God. He wants us to put our mind in him and stay on him and to trust him. Okay? And don't compare your walk with the Lord with anybody else's walk with the Lord. He speaks to you. And he will tell you, and he'll speak to you. And he he made us all different. We all have different talents. We all have different gifts, you know, that he's given us. Different characters, you know. I have three kids. They're all different. And he uses them in different ways. And none of them are like me, I think. I don't know what happened there. (laughs) But I know they're mine. (laughs) So, um, God is... Depression is, is something real. I'm not putting it down. Depression is something real. And there can be even something chemical imbalances, you know, that need treatment. God has given wisdom to doctors. I'm not putting them down. My stepdad is a doctor. And uh, when my kids get sick, you know, I, I call him. And, uh, but we need to trust in the Lord. Remember, uh, uh, medicine and uh, psychologists and their trainings and their their disciplines that they give you will not last you very long. What's going to make the difference is the Lord, is His Holy Spirit. We need the Lord's Holy Spirit to fill us, to fill. We need to be filled with, your Holy, with the Holy Spirit for there to be a transforming transformation. And in Romans 12, he says, um, "We can go to Romans 12 now." If you with me. And I went away from my notes, but hopefully I'll find my way. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, verse 1, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by that renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We need to have our mind renewed. So when we come to the Lord, that's the first step, right? But then we need to walk with him so that he renews our mind, okay? And we need to get our mind renewed. Uh, People you know, we, we've gone through broken hearts in our, in, our, in our lives, you know. I've gone through a broken heart, and it's only the Lord can really heal, you know, a broken heart, a relationship. Only the Lord can do it. And again, we need to keep our mind on Him, right? He is near to the brokenhearted. So if you're here and you're brokenhearted, know this He is near to the brokenhearted and remember he is the i am and i am not okay he is the great i am i am not so jesus also said finally brother whatever things are true whatever things are novel whatever things are just whatever things are pure Whatever things are lovely. Whatever things are of good rapport, if there's any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Here's the answers to what we need to think of, right? Who is true? What is true? The Word of God. The Word of God is true. The Word of God is noble. The Word of God is just. The Word of God is pure. The Word of God is lovely. The Word word of God is call what the good news right so the word of god is of good report the word of god is has virtue and the word of god is praiseworthy and in john 1 1 he tells us in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god so jesus is true and we need to keep our minds on what is true sometimes my mind wanders you know And I can make up my own novella, you know, in my head. I am so good. I can make up the whole novella. I know what's going to happen, and I know what's going to happen after that, and I know the end, okay? I know it for sure. So, but that's not true. I really don't know the future. God holds the future in his hands. And he, he is what? He wants me to be where? Now, here. He wants me to enjoy the journey. He wants, he's the I am. So he doesn't want me to be thinking about these things, you know, and making up my own novella, because that is not true. And here it says that I need to think of what is true. So again, the word of God is true, and that's what we need to keep our mind on. And our word of God is Jesus, because He is the living word, okay? So we want to be in control, and that's the reason why we want to change the future, because we want to control the future we want to be in control of others and that's the reason why we want to you know we worry because we want to control others sometimes you know I worry because I want to control my kids I really do (laughs) if I want to okay if you go here if you go there you know this is the way but I cannot I have to trust the Lord what is the other that what is the, the the opposite from worrying is trusting trusting in the lord with all your heart right that's what god tells us to do so what is the lord telling us today he said today already what did i say he is the i am and i am not right he wants our minds to be stay in him right so he wants us to think about what is true so what do we need to do next? He wants us to walk with him. So what he wants us to do next is in James 1.23. And he says, For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work this one will be blessed in what he does so we want to receive that blessing we need to be doers doers of the word whatever the lord spoke to you in this conference do it hearing about it is not going to change your situation it's not going to transform you So, we need to be doers of the word. That's what God wants us to do, okay? That's where you will find victory, is in being a doer of the word, okay? Not just a hearer. This is where we find victory over our thoughts and over our emotions. I hope that when you look yourself in a mirror and, you know, we see a piece of lettuce in our teeth, what do we do? We take it out, right? We don't want to, especially us ladies, we don't want to walk and smile with a piece of letters on our teeth. I hope I don't have one right now. I haven't looked at myself in the mirror. But, you know, when God shows you something in his word, what you need to do is do it, is be transformed by the word of God. Do what he's asking you to do. He's, this is the mirror. The word of God is the mirror. He will show you yourself. Sometimes we can see people and we can see from we're from the outside and we can see the situation and and they can't see it we are outside so we could see if they cannot see it in themselves i remember one time you know i was talking to you know with my husband having a conversation and i don't know what i was saying but my mom later on came and said to me i didn't like the way you talk to george and i was like i didn't talk to george you know the wrong way you know, and and she's like, yes, you did, and I was, I was so convicted, I'm like, oh my gosh, what did I say, you know, but he, she said that my tongue was wrong, you know, and I, we don't see it, sometimes we need to be in the word, and God will show you, And and this is a true story, as I went to the Lord, and I you know, and I prayed and that thought when I was in my devotions, like the next day, came to my mind that my mom told me that. I was like, What what did I do? What did I say? And God showed me. He's so faithful. Always. Ask him. You'll see. He'll show you. So if there's something, a change that you need in your life, ask the Lord, He will show you in His Word. He will. The word is the mirror. One time I was invited to a friend's house and they were making these cookies. It was, a, it was really, really a really cool day. You know, cookies, and we all had like these recipes, and we had to make these cookies, you know, all, we were all women, it was a woman thing. So we were all women, and we had to make this recipe, and then we had to, got to share each other's cookies. So it was really, really fun place. And she had this, write a little scripture, put it in a basket, you know, and pass it around, and we all get a scripture, you know, of encouragement at the end. Well, this child, <clears throat> I'm not gonna say who it was, that was invited also, okay, wrote Proverbs 12.1. Proverbs 12.1 says, but she, he who hates correction is stupid. <laughs> and he wrote it and put it in the little basket and, you know, I guess thought it was funny. Well, when we all gather our little scriptures and stuff, uh, this child picked his own scripture. <laughs> So, ladies, I'm just saying, I didn't say you're stupid. It says it there. He's, it's Proverbs 12 1. You know, if, we, if the Lord corrects you, be a doer of the word. Listen to him. He, he, when, when a parent corrects a child, it's because he loves him, because he wants the best for them. Okay? When the Lord corrects you, it's because he loves you and he wants the best for you. So, Exodus 314 again his name is i am that i am he is with you today speaking to you today and happy are you if you do these things the final words of mary the mother of jesus that we have recorded in the bible was when they were in the wedding of canaan and she said whatever he says to you do it so whatever jesus is telling you to do do it nike just do it. So just obey the Lord and you will be more than conquerors. That's in Romans 8 37. Hebrews 10 23 tells us, Let us hold fast to the confessions of our hope. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. This conference is great, and the teaching that Jean gave us is great, you know, but it will only be greater if we become doers of what she tells us is no we're not going to receive the blessing and then again that scripture that the Lord gave me in Philippians 4 says finally brother whatever things are true and whatever things are noble whatever things are just whatever things are pure whatever things are lovely whatever things are of good report. if there's any virtue If there's any praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The word of God, again, is what? True. And Jesus says he is the word of God. The word of God is living. So if you have not received Jesus in your heart, you are not at peace with God. And we know that, I know that when I didn't have Jesus in my heart, feelings, emotions control me that was that, that I went from being up here to being down there to you know that's what it's It's the. It's a turmoil it's a life of turmoil so the first step again is what receive Jesus in your heart and then the second one if you don't spend time with what with with God with the Lord remember Enoch he walked with God and he was in rapture right he was not so spend God with God, spend time with God, and you also will be enraptured in His love. Walk with God. We need, we need, that's how you receive the peace of God, you know. go go on walks and worship him. Okay. Now, this study that they did at my job, which I'm, to, I'm I was I was sharing with you has all the, you know, kind of like, oh, you, you can do this, and you can meditate, they say, because they don't say pray. I don't know what meditation does. Um, I have no idea what it means to meditate if it's not in the Lord. Um, it, it just, to me, meditating, if you're not in the Lord, it's just my thoughts go worse. They go everywhere, you know? So we need to meditate in the Lord. We need to meditate in his word, okay? Um, I always remember, and this was a scary scripture, the first time I heard this scripture, that it said that a man, uh, let's go to Matthew 12, 43-45. This was a scary scripture at the beginning when I became a Christian. And it's amazing um, how the Lord just showed me, well, this is, Matthew twelve forty three two forty five. When un- an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places seeking rest and finds none. Then he says, "I will return to my house from which I came," and when he comes, he finds it empty swept and put in order then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself and they enter and dwell there and the last state of that man is worse than the first so shall it also be with this wicked generation says the lord right now when i saw this scripture the first time i said but why lord the house was clean why did he go get you know other seven spirits and come in that guy had clean up you know himself and this is what psychology does you know and and yes medicine helps you and psychology will help you but the house was empty and God doesn't want your house to be hem- empty and when he talks here about the house you are the temple of the Holy Spirit he's talking about you he wants your house to be filled with his Holy Spirit and there Is where psychology and psychiatrics lock power. It's only in Jesus. Only the Lord can really help you deal with those feelings, with those emotions, with those um, waves of fear that come, because that's what's happening to me lately because I'm older, I guess. But only the Lord, only when you go to his word, when you praise him like uh, Gene was saying, when you worship him, when you pray, when you're in his word, when you're not in you know in the putting on the 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 music from when you were in a teenager or from when you you know secular music is not gonna do it. Um what do they call it? Country music is not gonna do it, you know? It's the Lord. It's walking with him and spending time with him, and I invite you. Today, even, I, I see that we're gonna have communion. Even as you have communion, pray it and ask the Lord, you know, to fill you with his Holy Spirit. Don't leave that, don't leave here, oh yes, you know, I'm, I repented and I'm going and I'm cleaning my house and I'm not going to be, it's like somebody that is an alcoholic and says, I'm not gonna drink anymore and they don't drink anymore, you know, and they clean themselves and get all cleaned up. But if you're not filled with this Holy Spirit, He says it here. He says, then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself, and they enter and dwell there. And the last state of the man is worse than the first. So shall also be with this wicked generation. So be filled with the Spirit. Don't be afraid of the Scripture. What God is saying here is, fill, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Okay, walk with the Lord. And that is my teaching basically today, and I just want to pray, you know, with you now, and also I want to um, invite you. If you are not at peace with God, I, and I've never done this, but you know, the Lord put it in my heart today when I, and maybe you all here know the Lord, but I want to invite you. To close your eyes you know and if there's anyone here who doesn't know the lord to please raise your hand and invite god in your heart and be at peace with god first so that you can receive the blessing so let's close our eyes okay let's everybody close our eyes and i'm going to invite if anybody here that doesn't know the lord that you had the heard the invitation this morning but we're afraid to lift your hand then lift your hand close your eyes if anybody here is not at peace, hasn't come to peace with God, raise your hand and you will be um, at peace with God. And that's the first step, taking the first step. The Lord sees your hand. So let's, let's also now, if anybody here, keep your eyes closed. If there's more people here that are not, have not received that peace from God, because you are not walking with God and you want to have a closer relationship with the Lord, I'm going to ask you to also raise your hand so I can pray for you also, you know, so that we can uh, have that walk with the Lord and the Lord sees your hands. So now let's pray, okay? Thank you, Jesus, for giving us this time here, Lord God, that we can come and draw closer to you. I pray for these people that raised their hand, Lord God, that they would take that step and receive you in their hearts. If you have never received the Lord in your heart, say, Jesus, I need you. Come into my life. I am sorry because I am a sinner. Recognize that you're a sinner. So tell the Lord that I'm sorry I'm a sinner. I'm far away from you, but I want to come to you, and I accept you in my heart. Come dwell in my heart, Lord. From now on, Lord God, from this day on, In Jesus' name. And also, Lord, those that want to walk with you, that want to have more devotional time, that want to be closer to you, want to have uh, walks with you, want to sense your presence, want to see that your word is alive, I pray for them, Lord God, that you will give them this hunger for you and that they will walk with you, Jesus, that they will walk with you, and as they walk with you, they will sense your presence, they will see their prayers answer they will see the answer in your word Lord God that you will speak to them Jesus Lord we thank you for this time thank you for being our God that God that hears that God that heals that God that sees that great I am that God of today thank you Jesus it is in your name we pray amen